Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Unpaid Programming Podcast. I'm Lawrence, joined as always by John, Jeff, Mike, Tim is back from Thailand. Yay! And making a cameo appearance is uh, my my partner, my main squeeze, Laura. <laughs> yes, listeners, she does actually exist. Yeah, she's here, so uh, she... I convinced her to cameo on this little production here for once. Hi, so. hi Lords. It's me, Laura from <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I think I think first of all, before I mention that uh, we're all still in quarantine practicing social distancing, uh, Laura, you might want to say something so that the people don't think that it's just Jeffing. I just did, Lords. Why <laughs> want me to be on your dumb show? Uh, now I can't say anything for laughing. G'day, everyone. I don't know who's talking right now. <laughs> Good evening slash morning to you, Laura. Yeah, what time What time is it right now in Australia, actually? It it's is 20 past nine. Wednesday. They don't have time in Australia. It's very different here. <laughs> so you, don't, you don't have daylight savings in Australia, so I, I don't know. I can't calculate. They have metric time. Metric time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so bad at everything in America. Uh, well, including social distancing, which uh, we're all actually good practitioners right now because we're not together. We're not in Canyon Studio 6A. We're all in our respective hovels. Um, hovels. Nice. <laughs> and uh, say dwelling. Dwelling. And uh, I wanted to start off, um, as some of you may know, Tim has been in Thailand recently, and uh, now he's back. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, Tim's the guy who brought the uh, coronavirus back here. It was all his fault. It made a bad one. I did stop in Japan and then New York. So, ah, there it is. There was. That's how it got to New York and Japan. Affecting everybody, and he just skates. (laughs) (laughs) He's a carrier. I am a millennial, so like, (laughs) I probably have to blame for it. So, um. Before we get into your uh, stories from Thailand, I wanted to uh, bring mention of the fact that I wasn't on the last episode. Uh, because oh, of yeah. My That's right. Oh, yeah. About that. We did a show without you. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, <laughs> I know. I, I, I posted it up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, I had a few thoughts. Uh, namely, I am a wing guy. That was the first thought that came to my head. And you mean chicken wing, not like yes. wingman. Well, it was a terrible wingman I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a chicken wing guy. That was my first uh, thought on the I like how episode. the first thought is food related with you. Well, of course. <laughs> you know, I'm a fat guy. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I was more concerned about, like, you know, our, our, your thoughts as the show as a whole. Anything that pissed you off, for example, besides oh. the fact that we did one. Oh, no, you guys were horrible. Yeah. What else is new, though? Well, this is going so much better, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, Tim, you know what? When you were gone and you weren't on the show, we, we moved away. There was hardly any of that self-deprecating uh, thing that we had before. And, and now here you are back. First, first thing you do is shit on the show. <laughs> it brings it all back. It's just staying true to form there, buddy. But uh, other than that, you know, uh, I thought you guys uh, did admirably in my absence. So uh, I'm proud of you three. Thank, thank me f- for our service. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're an essential business, you know, actually. 
We are. just make money, Mike. (laughs) Tom Tom Wolf signed the waiver. We're an essential charity. (laughs) An essential charity. (laughs) It goes the food bank and then us. That's right. right. Providing free (laughs) entertainment to anyone who considers this entertainment. Exactly. (laughs) We're free. We are free. (laughs) Don't cost nothing. Well, yeah, but it cost it cost the listener something to have to uh, you know spend their time being subjected to it. That and their dignity. Well, yeah, it's America. Uh, we we gave we we gave that up in 2016. <laughs> Before I logged on, uh, one of my acquaintance sort of friends in uh, Las Vegas was live streaming. He's trying to start like you know how people play video games and oh, live stream it like a Twitch, yeah. Twitch stream. Twitch, yeah. Yeah, he tried to do one of those. I was like, <laughs> "What a loser!" And I logged on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to do one where I play. Uh, I live stream one of those like handheld football games from the '80s that just had the little dashes, <laughs> the dots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna live they stream that. Have Some people play like really old games. Well, I've seen ones at like Nintendo and stuff, and for a brief period, uh, I kept watching all these videos on YouTube of. Uh, like the history of different speed runs for for games like Nintendo games. And oh a, yeah, a lot of people cheat on those. Yeah, well, the, the ones I I was watching were you know legitimate stuff. They, they, <laughs> Jeff knows the frauds, everybody. Well, there was a period of time where everything was done basically on the honor system, until like you know recording yourself playing a video game was incredibly easy. Well, I was but even those even those can be manipulated, but I, I think among the uh, speedrun community, it's all honor system, and they all kind of behave themselves. Well, one of the ones I was watching was on Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and I wa- there are ah. actually two on Mike Tyson's Punch Out. One of which is blindfolded Mike Tyson's Punch Out, which I that's fucking insane. I can't even beat the game with my eyes. I get I can't beat Mike Tyson, but Ooh, the but the other one was uh, regular Mike Tyson's Punch Out using your eyes. And there was all the old records was like you said, it was sort of honor system, but I guess the experts looked at all these times and figured out that they actually were possible to, to make in the game. And eventually uh, they all got beaten. I've seen, I've seen the original super Mario brothers beaten in something ridiculous, like, like three minutes or something, the entire game, somebody ran through the entire thing. Yeah. And a lot of it is is, uh, exploiting glitches and stuff like that. Nerds. Timmy, you had a thought? We, we should ask our friends at uh, Grief Burrito about this. They, they'd know more than us, I think. Well, I did watch... The, all these videos are like an hour long, and I start to watch them thinking I'll just kind of skip through, and then I end up sitting there watching the entire video. <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was a middle school teacher, I used to very persistently and very mercilessly mock my children who would watch videos of people playing Fortnite. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that was a big one, yeah. Yeah, but I kind of get it now. I'm like, ah, yeah. I watch HG, HGTV sometimes. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. It's all just, it's all just some form of, you know, just consuming your trash that no one else understands. Basically, but a lot of the reason why, like these, uh, like Twitch people, why they're so successful, especially ones that can monetize what they do, is because I imagine I haven't never watched it myself, 
but they're entertaining. <laughs> you have an opinion. Right. <laughs> I have an opinion on something I don't know about. What else is new, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do they do? I, I couldn't hear you. I was making fun of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine that they're entertaining because they provide their own commentary as they you know, play the game. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. So uh, that was fun. Um, <laughs> we had topics, everybody. <laughs> First of them being... Uh, Tim's back from Thailand, and uh, I wanted to hear some stories about uh, his time in, uh, in, in Southeast Asia. Yeah. I would like to point out real quick that of all the crazy times that, Timmy, you could have had, and we've been chatting ever since you got back, you go and find yourself a steady lady friend instead. I'm know. disappointed in you. And you miss out on all that sweet lady boycock. <laughs> <laughs> and Timmy's frozen. Well, we lost him. We've lost him. Well, we lost, lost him. him. Yeah. As soon as he came back, there he, he goes. scared him away. You just offended him so much that he left. Tim's, <laughs> Tim's presence is fleeting. Tim uh, had to. Tim had to entertain the fact that his lady was actually a lady boy, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't actually frozen. He was just holding really still, so we'd think. And then he <laughs> turned the fucking computer off. Shit. Her name was Larry. <laughs> well actually uh, uh real quick uh we actually did a zoom call my wife and uh and tim and i and uh for a brief period his his his, his taiwan or not taiwan thailand lady friend uh did join us uh for a bit uh and she is a delightful young lady and i'm glad to say that we have that, even though virtually that, had met we lost you that, timmy there you are <laughs> john i was gonna say is that right grandma Delightful young lady. That's right. <laughs> Glad Timmy's back. You back, Timmy? Hopefully, yeah. Well, Tim, you your internet sucks. Hmm. Yeah, it does. Uh oh. Well, that's a long portion that's going to have to be uh, changed. But uh, I, 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 getting back to what we were talking about, Tim, you have a, a delightful lady friend uh, back in Thailand. How did you guys meet? She's a little lady, as far as I know. <laughs> I didn't say lady boyfriend. I I I I gave credit. Damn, I don't. I, I don't. Say the surgeon was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thailand is renowned for that. So, so Timmy, my question for you is: before you uh, before you settled down, did you have any sort of debauchery that we're used to hearing from you? Um, no, not really. It was pretty like straight, straight after. I witnessed some t- uh, debauchery, but like other than that, no. And actually, it wasn't even that debaucherous. What did you witness? Um, I'm trying to think of like funny stories from it. Um, I, I don't have. There's like this little drunk dude who was like 40 that uh, moved there. So okay. like, you would get drunk all the time. And he was like a little hobbit, so like, he was like <laughs> decisions. and then I'd have to kind of like uh, stop him from fighting people because he would lose. But <laughs> um, okay, was he local or was he like international? No, he was from England. Oh, yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're they're all like that there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to. I mean, it's kind of a tragic story, and I don't want to. Um, not not like he died or anything, just his life in general is a tragic story. So. It's a tragic <laughs> story. 
Was it one yeah. of those satisfying tragedies where like everything that goes wrong is just him making just bad decision over and over again? It is a little bit of that, but like oh, I love those. Yeah. <laughs> like Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But as far as funny stuff, like there was this bar we went to where like I went into the bathroom to piss. And you know how like they have like the in like fancy clubs they have the hand washing people. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate those. The attendant. Yeah. So I'm like, oh okay, cool, whatever. I start pissing and and the hand washing attendant comes up and starts massaging my back. Nice. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. That's that's service. How, how kind of, <laughs> of, of of him. Yeah, so I was about to like I'm like very politely like yeah that's nice of you but I'm not really interested but then he cracked my back really oh. <laughs> it's men's room service. chiropractor yeah he would he gave me a neck massage cracked my neck cracked my back as I was pissing wow how much it did you amazing. tip him while you were hanging <laughs> on Timmy yeah, I, I probably tipped him like twenty bot or something. Like a really solid tip for. <laughs> Why didn't best... we have never thought of that? It's the best piss you've ever funnier, taken. What's funnier is when I came back out, I told absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend was like, "Okay, I, I, I'm gonna go piss real fast." I'm like, "Yes." Just to see him walk back, like with such a weird, confused look on his face, like what just happened to me? (laughs) Like he did it to you too. That's such a weird thing. I mean, it's it's odd enough here to see a guy in a men's room just standing there waiting for you to wash your hands so he can hand you a towel, wearing a tuxedo nonetheless. And then, meanwhile, in Thailand, they got guys giving massages in the men's room while you're peeing. Right? This happened yeah. while you were peeing? Oh, yeah. Yes, I was peeing while he started this, wow. this whole thing. Did you get hard? <laughs> like half. half. <laughs> you got a little half chub going? Half chub. Yeah. I'm having trouble pissing now. This isn't helping. <laughs> Social distancing. Yeah. Well, not in them days. I know. The other so, wait, thing. This, uh, oh, God. This uh, this forty year old uh, drunk guy that would just fight all the time. This was a guy you were pounding around with. Yeah, because he was like my next door neighbor too, too, and we taught at the same school. Oh, I see. So, so like going out drinking with him was like you, you're just waiting for it to go down. Like, oh no, here it comes. Okay, well, here I, I can tell you the whole story because you'll never hear this. Okay. Oh no, we're pretty big in the UK, Tim. Yeah, well, I mean, if if you tag the thing, he might listen to it. If you tag me, but I'll just untag myself. There you go. <laughs> we'll something out Lawrence, like that. keep your tags to yourself this time. So, like, he never taught before, and he kind of had like a funny backstory. Um, so not uh, funny, funny queer. <laughs> well, he had like a he long, was a child molester. No, a long stream <laughs> of like. Uh, international marriages that didn't work out like mail wow. order brides mm. um like green card first, marriages first he had like a normal marriage in england had a kid got divorced then he married an indian girl in india and as soon as they got married she stopped talking to him wow which is like really sad but at the same time what a bitch how it's could still you kind not of funny 
I feel like you can probably tell it's going that way, though. Like you know, yeah. What I mean? These are these are things you should talk about before you uh, you know tie the knot, as they say. Then I believe the same thing happened to him in Nigeria. Um, <laughs> Nigeria. <laughs> That's a shit. <laughs> Is he like a professional male? Scam the money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my Nigerian princess. I need fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. In exchange for my sister. But then, and this cow, uh, he was actually he had like a real job where like actually this job sounds horrible. So this UK company hired him and was like, "Here's what we're going to do. You're going to come into our office." You're going to see how we do everything. And we're going to fire all those people. <laughs> then we're going to send you to the Philippines. And then you're going to teach those people how to, how to do what you saw the UK people do. <laughs> it does sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was a consultant. Good old capitalism. So like he went and did that and he met like a Filipino and then they ended up getting married. So, so that's this is like, marriage number four. Yeah, and then like the UK company obviously fired him once he trained the Filipinos because they're like, well, we don't need you anymore. Bye. But I have so Your many more people to fire, fire and train. Yeah. But for some reason, he thought it would be better if he lived in Thailand because it's somewhat close to the Philippines. So here's where it gets like weird. Um, As if it hasn't been already. <laughs> yeah. So like his wife comes visit visits for like Christmas and New Year's, like whatever, all's good. Um then like we're we work in a small office. All the teachers' desks are right next to each other. And he's surfing uh it was called like Thai Cupid or something like this. Like this isn't an MK Cupid. <laughs> this is like the crappy like side banner ads you see that <laughs> horny Asian ladies want to meet you now. Like he joined <laughs> where <laughs> and he's like looking at it and he, his desk is one of the first desks. So everyone can see him on Thai Cupid <laughs> doing this. Then all of a sudden he's like, Hey, I have a student coming over for an English lesson in my apartment. So my immediate reaction was like, that's really creepy. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's uh, uh, not good. Well, Jimmy, no. remember the advice that we got, never put yourself in a position where accusations can be made. And this guy mm -hmm. is doing just that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not that he just sucks at lying. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> even better so I'm like why why would a student come to your apartment that's really inappropriate then he's like uh no no it's it's an adult and then i'm like we know all the same people at the school who are you teaching that's an adult how did you meet and he's like uh one of the thai teachers set it up and I'm like, <laughs> the, the other thing with this is like, he's almost getting fired because he sucks at teaching and he's never done it before. So like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Makes sense. Our curriculum coordinator is like meeting with them and like giving them these horrible observations. So it's like, so a Thai teacher who saw how bad you are at teaching was like, hey, <laughs> why don't you teach my friend? <laughs> I'll set you up a little one-on-one -on -one time with my younger friend. Yeah, you're pretty terrible. I know somebody. Well, I mean, what what is an adult in Thailand? Fourteen. 
<laughs> I don't know, actually. That's Twelve. Good, I, I think it's eighteen, or I think it's the same as the states. It's eighteen. But anyways, he's dating this like forty-year-old Thai woman, and like we immediately all knew about it. And then my one drunken Canadian friend like told him off, and it's like everyone knows you're cheating on your wife, which was really funny. And then he said, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah. you're cheating on your wife. Sorry, sorry." So I, I kind of forget where I was going. Oh, he was just the worst liar ever. Like I, I kind of made fun of him afterwards because I'm just like, if you're going to cheat on someone, like man, you you should be better at it. The other thing is like <laughs> it's a small town. And his wife visited. So all those places he visited with his wife knew that he was married. And there's like four restaurants that we go to and they all talk to us. Uh, <laughs> and so he's and the just... girl he's dating now speaks Thai. So immediately they go into these restaurants. Oh, no. And the people are like, hey, isn't he married? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Why wouldn't he go to four different restaurants? That's what I told him. Don't go to the same place ever. The thing is, me here. Want her to think I'm a big shot. And I knew about it though. And his wife was texting texting me like every single weekend, asking me where he was. Because that's another thing. Like he would just turn off his phone for like a day and go off on these excursions. Oh my, God. Like, oh my God, you are so bad at this. I also don't <laughs> morally agree with it, but God, you couldn't be more inept. <laughs> You're dragging the whole town. So this is why he's been married so many times. He keeps it would uh, damage being... the town to hear it. Good day. Yeah. Yeah, I've been married ten times. What's eleven? You know. <laughs> I, say, I mean, that's why he keeps getting divorces because he's bad at having affairs. Yeah, actually, I don't think he had affairs with the other ones. I think the other ones were just like, you know, he's just a mail order husband <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. from Great Britain. I think how, the other ones are all green card related. How was That's his, what I was thinking. It, it sounded like a green card marriage. How was his teeth, Tim? Horrible. Smoked <laughs> <laughs> like three packs a day. It's oh, funny God. you mention that because like I, I wouldn't have thought to say, say this. Like he he had maybe four top teeth. <laughs> oh God. Uh, and came up guy. to maybe my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. You see, Laura, that, you know, anytime some, you know, UK guy tries to give you some shit for being Australian, you can always, you know, wave dental care in front of them. (laughs) Yeah. Or just smile. (laughs) (laughs) She was happy in England when she went after she had been stuck in France for three months. Yeah, because I was over there, like in France, and like couldn't talk to anyone. If you'd go to, try and buy groceries, whatever, get to the cashier and be like, let's start talking to you in French. And it's like, uh, désolé. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Bonjour. they do that there. I've never been Je to France. I've never been to France, but I heard they do that there and they get mad if you, even yeah. if, even if you ask them if they speak English. Yeah. I, just... I like stopped asking if they spoke English and then they're like, ah, Espanol? <laughs> <laughs> See, they're just screwing with you. No, that's worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
He's got. You have to one up them. Be like, oh, you don't speak this other language that I also don't speak. But you know, Brecken speak Deutsch. Brecken We do that here, though. Parlay yeah. Italiano. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you speak no English. He speaks it better than you do. What the? What part of France were you in, Laura? Toulouse, so southern okay. France. Yes, I know. I know Toulouse. My yeah. wife and I uh, honeymooned in Paris, and we we spent some time in the general vicinity. So uh, I'm familiar. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you went on a honeymoon yes. to Paris. Cliche, uh, much, Mike? <laughs> well, we 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 spent we we stopped over in Paris, and then we actually spent the majority of our honeymoon in Malta, the island of Malta, which I would highly recommend. That's mm. very Mediterranean. Down there by Sicily, right? like you, Mike. Uh, what's that, John? I ain't made a no million dollars like you. I ain't no <laughs> professor of industrial yeah, arts. Yeah, Malta is one of those countries where the entire population is billionaires and maids. <laughs> You're not that far off. It's uh, the main the main island is basically that. Then the secondary island is just this. It, it's 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 a lovely little. It's like Luxembourg. That's it's kind of like Luxembourg. That's yeah. where the help lives. Yeah. The help, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to take the ferry across. Exactly. The <laughs> they just pile them all onto a boat. <laughs> So, Timmy, I got a question for you. Uh, so by the time that you left, were you still pounding around with this dude? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's still messaging me. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So did his wife ever find out, or are you still getting text messages? I told her I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> answering her text messages, which, like, I really didn't. Like, it's well, naturally. a very legit thing. Yeah. <laughs> like That is weird. I wouldn't judge you for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Go up to the guy and he's like, hey, my wife found out about my girlfriend. What happened? You're like, I told her. I told on you. <laughs> I told, I told on you. This is getting sad. I actually thought I had to put like, you out of your misery, man. I actually thought of doing that because on some level, it's just like, it's almost like you would be better off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Put him out of his misery. He goes on to the next. He would be better off. He would be better off. Like, they're just, it's just a train wreck. (laughs) Save a lot of people years of anguish. (laughs) Yeah. Years of anguish. (laughs) So she lived in the Philippines, his wife? Yeah. And he was in Thailand? Yeah. So did he ever live in the Philippines? Or was that his wife from when he had to go to the Philippines and then he lived in the Philippines when he was doing the training. Right. And then he got fired. So he had this yeah. Filipino wife. He ran away to Thailand. And then he went to Thailand, but still had the wife. Yeah. Huh. Why didn't he try to like get a different job in the Philippines? I don't know. Like this has been brought up to him like several times. I guess like he he couldn't he couldn't find one. I guess because on. maybe because if he had a girlfriend in the Philippines, and it would have been way too obvious. <laughs> he had to actually go to a different country and still be bad at having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> what a bit of distance. <laughs> a bit of distance between. Well, it's like I know what went wrong last time. This was too close. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'll go to another country. She'll never find out then. (laughs) The only other like funny thing I can think of or like interesting thing is this happened. I only got blackout drunk once in Thailand. I'm disappointed in you, Timmy. Should have been more. Yeah. And it was really funny, though, because we started in the morning. We went to like a pool. Like there was a public pool in our town. So we went there. 
got super drunk and we were wandering around town afterwards. And there's this place where it's just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. So it, it's almost like there's, um, it's an outside bar and in the center of it, there's just this giant like sort of thing of water, um, container of water with blue dye in it. So what you do is they give you these little fishing poles and there's uh, these little like crab lobster things and you fish for them. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we went there and we got super drunk while my friends tried to catch like uh, crawl daddies. Did you give them a lecture about how it's cruel to make animals, you know, be caught? No, they really sucked at it. They didn't catch mm. one. <laughs> Did, five people were making fun of them. Did you then pour the blue water out over two different brands of paper towels to compare their absorbency? <laughs> well, why they dye the water is so you can't see the crawfish, so you can't cheat. Uh, I see. You make it harder. And then you try it on maxi pads after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running with Jeff jokes. I don't care. Boo. I, I, I appreciate the build. I like that. <laughs> so those were your two interesting stories from Thailand, Tim. That's about it. I was pretty, um, well, oh. one, I was only there for five months. Yeah. Only, only. but five That's months, all. I mean, you can get into a lot of shit in five months. I mean, you can get in a lot of shit in a weekend. Yeah, true. But like, I was also dating someone. So if I'm dating someone, I generally don't. <laughs> Oh, oh, Uh, tone down, Timmy. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's probably for the best. I probably would have ended up, like, with hepatitis. (laughs) Or a coronavirus. Or the gays. (laughs) I caught gay in Thailand, guys. Or the gout. Stay away from me. I might try to suck your cucks. (laughs) That was really interesting. We had talent shows, and I, I... like our high school was about like mm, I don't know like seventh grade to twelfth grade something like that. Okay. Okay. For the talent show, some of the the younger kids, which would have been like seventh seventh grade, um, dressed up as lady boys <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and smoking cigarettes. Well, no, like this, like all the students were like super psyched because some of it was like the first time they ever dressed up like as lady boys and they were so happy. It's like the little lady boys, like it was, they're like, it was like, they're coming out of the closet moment. (laughs) This is me now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they're doing like dance routines to K-pop because they (laughs) love K-pop there. And then would they would do like uh, weekly parades around town, and then some of the high school boys would dress up as girls in these like really elaborate like uh, Thai traditional dresses, which kind of sucks if you were one of the girls wearing the dresses because it would kind of suck to be outdone by like you know. (laughs) (laughs) It was the hottest parade ever. Yeah. The dude in your math class looks better than you, and you're just, yeah. like, oh man, what yep. And everybody's asking him to prom instead of you. Man, <laughs> gender is a weird thing, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Not for us. Not for us, of course, but damn Not agents. for them, actually. They're very cool with it. Mm. They don't gotta, have a definition over there, I guess. I got to make it to Thailand one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Then you can be who you truly are, Mike. <laughs> Uh, well, 
I'm glad you had a good time over there and you met a a new lady friend there, Tim. I, uh, yeah, I'm happy for you. Hopefully, uh, you'll you'll drag her onto the show one of these days, like I did with mine. <laughs> <laughs> Tim settling down with a nice, quiet, young, proper girl, <laughs> a farm girl, tiger. Girl. Oh no, she's from Bangkok. Ah, okay. Big not, city girl, not a rice yeah. farmer. She's made it in the big city. She writes for the Bangkok Banner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? I got to say, I am a little bit disappointed, you know, that we don't have any crazy stories from Tim. Only yeah, we... s- semi-crazy stories. The man in the bathroom uh, massaging your shoulders, that is very they're, interesting. They're just more amusing than crazy. That's that's good enough for me, I guess. Yeah. It's we got dis- a lot more mileage out of that, though, because I just enjoyed really hearing a guy make poor life decisions over and over again. <laughs> oh, my God. That's always good, too. Brain wreck. That is much better than getting pulled over with blood on your hands. Does make me feel better about my own life choices, yeah. (laughs) All right, so uh, what are we talking about next year? Are we going to talk about uh, the... we're uh, coming up on it, actually. Are we coming up on it, Jeff? Nah, keep going. All right. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Coming up on... Uh, Before we uh, cut a break, the next topic I wanted to get into was obviously the the death of the XFL. The XFL is fire. <laughs> I didn't know that was still going on. Yeah, I'm shocked that that was still a thing. That still exists? No, 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 well, no, no. Timmy, no. They, well, they brought it back yeah, this year. It came back. Oh. And now yeah, it's going it again. They, they did one year in 2001, and yeah. then it folded. They brought it back this year, and it was an interesting football product. I, I did watch uh, a, a little bit of it. And uh, they did a lot of good football. It, it was actually, yeah, it was pretty good football. But also, as far as their TV broadcasts go, uh, the one thing that they do that nobody else has ever done before is they mic the coaches. So you'll have the defensive coordinator discussing with the head coach what they're going to do coming up in the next play, and that's going to go live over the air. And to have that sort of access as a fan, is, oh, uh, that was pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, I... A lot, the the game the two games that I saw, I I, I quite enjoyed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I I, I liked it. Uh, so it, I thought it was kind of a shame, but uh, it, it, the the whole thing and, and the funny thing is is that it's not the league isn't really bankrupt. I mean, okay. Vince earmarked three hundred million dollars for the league, and he's nowhere near out of that yet. So so really, the XFL is postponed, is what you're saying? Well, no, he's just not going to bring it back. It's it's over. Why? He just decided that that he doesn't know how long this uh, you know it's everything in town is going to last. He doesn't know how long the pandemic's going to last, so he decided to hell with it. You know, I can't afford to keep paying people <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and when I come back, I don't know if I'm going to get my my same TV rights fees. It was all it was really all over the TV rights fees. He thought that he wouldn't be able to sell advertising. Well, that's a valid concern. Yeah. And uh, Mr. McMahon is a, a fantastic businessman. No, not <laughs> always. Remember the uh-huh. last time he tried this? He's really not all that fantastic of a businessman. He's, he's fantastic still loaded. One, well, yeah, he's fantastic at one business. Yeah. Every time he attempts to diversify, it has failed spectacularly. Hey, who ended up killing all those wrestlers? Wait, what? 
Shh. You're talking about the. You're talking about the. The uh, our. our uh, it's not noir. over yet, Tim. We haven't finished yeah, writing it. Yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the last one. I haven't we're worked on it. We're writing. We're writing part eight right now, yeah. which will be the the series finale. Wait, it was made up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was real. It was a news broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was I mean, a, most like of the a, characters in that in that program were dead. It was like a Dateline thing. Yeah. Brought to you by George Orwell. You know who? Yeah, I thought we were doing reenactment. We should have had, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have had Robert Stack narrating. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we have Old Tommy Radio Guy. Brought now, to see, you by Lucky Strike Cigarettes. That reminds me, actually, John, I made a mistake. So I should have had the announcer that, that did that beat. Howard Finkel voice, and he he just died the other day. I was going to bring up speaking of wrestling news, yeah, and and th that that just reminded me that instead of the old timey announcer, I should have had it, you know, as Howard Finkel. But you know, it fit with the noir feeling. It's like, you know, because Howard Finkel uh, was a pretty big part of my childhood uh, as a wrestling fan, and uh, I was actually quite sad when I heard that he had died. Um, the, the did you cry? No. Why not? I, I don't cry at death. Did Did you masturbate to old editions of WrestleMania? <laughs> That's much closer to what I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I spent. Oh, I think he's gonna have the tap on him. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I hold up here in the masturbatorium and uh, went to town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the term masturbatorium is uh, that's awesome. I that's like what that. I call it now. <laughs> that's what I call. Now, what? That was Timmy's term, actually. I like it. I, yeah. I approve. Wait, it was a what term? That was a Timmy term. Oh. Oh, yeah, Timmy. Yeah, that, I got that from you. <laughs> huh. Well, we learn something new on the show every, every Take time. Take the damn credit, will you, please? <laughs> I learned something about myself. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you used that term uh, whenever we were in college. You dropped by my place, and I don't know, for some reason, you're in my bedroom I don't know. I think you need to borrow the laptop or something. And you're like, uh, so this is Johnny's masturbatorium. Yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Yeah. It, it, it was something that you said. So, of course it is. But yeah, <laughs> but I, I borrowed that. And now Lawrence uses it more than I do. But <laughs> I liked it so damn much. <laughs> Tra trademark that shit. But I want to talk more about it from something. something. It's probably a Roman, you know, or Latin term. <laughs> yeah. Like there's vomitorium and then there's the masturbatorium. Laura, what do you think? I'm just pleased that you all decided to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's Laura's in fly on the wall mode at this point. <laughs> yeah. She 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 has been for a while now. You will speak when spoken to. I and I I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the show, but this is never mind. I did say this. Laura is the first one we have on the program ever. That's true. Ever. It's going so well. <laughs> uh, I mean, going back to Masturbatorium, I actually think that's Sumerian. I think I remember reading that somewhere in the Old Testament. So uh, Really? <laughs> yeah, somewhere somewhere in the Book of Judges, if I recall correctly. That's right, and uh, the... I shall look that up. <laughs> so the, the Book of the uh, First Phoenicians of Judea. The Judean People's Front. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moses's exodus out of the masturbatorium. <laughs> and the Lord said, Go forth unto ye masturbatoriums and 
Spray thy seed oh, <laughs> among man, the cruel. walls. Oh, uh, that's that's unfortunate. Oh, <laughs> I apologize. Horrible people. <laughs> I remember yeah, I, that. I, from... I, I apologize for taking it in that direction. <laughs> from the last time I went Why? to church, that's what they said. It was just Easter after all. <laughs> yeah, but nobody so. was at church. <laughs> Unless they were breaking the rules. Have Easter yet? That's true. Yeah. That make up Easter. Right. Make up Easter. <laughs> Just think about it. I mean, if there was an Easter, and kids were doing Easter egg hunts, the concern wouldn't be about like kids pushing out of each other out of the way to find eggs because it's mean. It would just be because they're getting too close to each other. <laughs> they're being responsible. Get the so fuck away from Easter egg hunts. One kid per backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you have to stay out all night until you find all the eggs. Otherwise, they'll start to smell. Hey, you guys, <laughs> you got to stay out there. You, can, you just can't come inside until you find all the eggs. You're going to stink in a week or two. I'm going to run over one of them cutting the grass, and after that, you ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I think we are just about coming up on that time. Yeah, we are coming right. up on break time. That time in, in which we normally would take a break. Yep. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Despite our local politicians' failure to recognize the physical limitations of the more fully formed and some might say defensively structured body type, my petition for a handicap placard for my vehicle was successful. Moving on now to our nation's, or perhaps the entire civilized world's, topic du jour of the last several weeks, that is the deadly and highly contagious COVID-19, also known medically as the coronavirus and colloquially as the Kung Pao cough, the Wuhan whips and jiggles, and the Mexicali malted lung, due to its unfortunate association with a certain brand of pale lager. Now, I don't believe there's any question as to the origin of this microscopic menace, but I, like many Americans, want to know who's to blame for its introduction and rapid spread through our great nation. Personally, I look no further than our commander-in-grief who sings fail to the chief, that is, President Donald John Trump, whose policies are merely slowing this country's descent into a Soviet wasteland. Had his early term travel ban been extended beyond the Islamosphere and been made permanent, this deadly contagion would have been confined to the Orient. We have some callers on the line now. Let's see what the public has to say. Caller? Hi, Wes. Big fan. Thank you, Caller. What's on your mind? Well, honestly, Wes, I've read tons of articles. I watch the news pretty much all day and listen to all the talk shows. But not one time have I heard anyone mention the Jews and their part in this. Please explain. I mean, really, do I have to? Think about it, Wes. Ever since the American Revolution and their failed attempt to stop it, they've been trying to destroy this country. The Civil War, Pearl Harbor, the Bulls losing four Super Bowls, 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, and now this? Caller, I won't deny some of these facts, but this virus originated in China. Exactly. Jews. Chinese food. Do the math, Wes. We thank our first caller for his contribution to the program. Let's take another. Caller? 
Hey, Wes. Long time, first time. I appreciate your listenership. Who do you feel is to blame for this pandemic? Well, if you look into the declassified FBI documents, you can find that shortly before Jack Ruby fired that fatal shot at Lee Harry Oswald, he coughed on a young Nancy Pelosi, who was seen to swap her face and store the specimen in a small vial. This official cause of death of Jack Ruby was pneumonia, but new evidence suggests it may have actually been the new COVID-19. This is quite compelling if true. Thank you for that information. Let's take another call. West? Am I on the air? You are on the air, sir. Great. So I was reading today about risk factors from death of the coronavirus. How people like the elderly and the smokers had a higher likelihood of dying if they contracted it. I've read such things myself. Right. So I was wondering, if you were all concerned since you're a great big fat guy... This is not what I'd consider a helpful contribution to our discussion. As I mentioned only a few minutes ago, my body is defensively structured, which may actually leave me less vulnerable to internal attacks. Now, in the interest of not having this program devolve into a mockery of my rotundity, and because we're almost out of time, we will not be taking any further callers. So I will leave you with this, listeners. Be ever vigilant of the collectivist platitudes that allow the life of the individual to be destroyed by government overreach that's been accepted by the American people out of fear. And remember that our larger members of society, while less medically vulnerable, may be subjected to limitations of physical movement and therefore may require more favorable parking spaces. It's not just common sense, it's come on sense. That's, that's, that's all it is. And I'm recording. And we're back. Thanks, Thanks Laura. Thanks, Laura. Nice. <laughs> Wait, or should I say, Thanks, Laura? The fuck was that? Sounded <laughs> a bit British. <laughs> that's a woman on our show, Mike. I can't do accents, so I'm just not so, going to uh, try. Oh, mine was poor. Oh, poor. <laughs> well, as you all know, I do an excellent Australian accent. Oh, really? You do an excellent impression yeah. of Laura. Excellent yeah, that's, female that's what Australian. I mean. You brought us out of the break, in fact, Jeff. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to start this uh, second half of the show a little bit with uh, some with a current song. events. <laughs> with a song. I get no kick from champagne. Dear alcohol. All right, that's enough. What did you actually say, Lawrence, since I talked over you? We were going to uh, come out of the break with some uh, current events because oh. John has been pissed off recently by a few things, and uh, pissed off. I wanted to bat that ball over to him so that he could talk about them. Oh, you're going to give right to me. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to talk about it for a little bit, and then I come in where I'm all pissed off. Well, I, ju I just wanted to hear what you were pissed off about. I can't let's imagine do... why you would be pissed off, John. Yeah, really. Yeah. Let's do, no, let's do the version where Lawrence comes in with him describing current events, and I come in going, "Wow, pissed off." How about this? John's mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. He's mad uh, as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> that was a I'm terrible a Peter Finch. <laughs> it's the best I can I can come up with. So, guys, why don't we talk about current events? Like, I, I noticed a lot's going on with this uh, COVID thing. And, you know, I feel like my I'm waiting for John to get pissed off. <laughs> Timmy's a fucking pro, isn't he? 
<laughs> here, let, let, let me let me channel my rural relatives here in Western Pennsylvania and start and we'll lead you in this way. So, you know, I mean, clearly the only person who is actually at fault for any of this is that goddamn Tom Wolf. He's such a jackass with all oh, these oh, mandated lockdowns. Clearly, those I, people in Michigan, they're, they're, they're the next Rosa Parks. The next Rosa Parks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wow. No quote, by the way. <laughs> All right, John, just say why you're pissed off. Yeah. Here's why daddy's pissed off. <laughs> okay. So the, the latest uh, of, of coming from our current boob in chief uh, this particular week was that he wants to reopen businesses by May 1st, which I would love to be able to do that. Wouldn't That'd be all. fantastic. However, he has talked to the states he has talked to the counties. He has talked to businesses. And everybody is saying the same thing. We need more testing. Can you give us more testing? And the Donald Trump says, no, can't do it. Can't do more testing. Can you please open up? Well, we'll open up if you give us more testing. No, I'm not giving you more testing. No more testing. And here's why. I already took all the tests and I passed them all, so there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> the tests are for celebrities. Everyone knows that. <laughs> passed the test off? with flying colors. Okay, so I got Donald an A+. Trump wants to reopen the economy. I get it. That's fine. But we all I want, want to that. reopen the economy, too. I want to go to bars again. I want to yeah. not have to drive across state lines to get Jim Beam, for fuck's sake. However... Whenever everybody is telling you what they need for that to happen, and then you go, no, uh, you're on your own. Figure it out, but the date stays the same. I don't take any responsibility. I take no responsibility at all. It was all perfect. Yeah. And I have friends that still are teaching in South Korea, and like they're the only ones that got it right. And what they did was they have massive amounts of testing. Exactly. You can just get tested. It's it's all you can do at this point. Like that's all we need. Well, in South Korea, they got through it in two weeks, and we're on four at this point. Yeah, they had like two hundred deaths, and that's it. And they're so densely populated. <laughs> they're densely populated, but they do have a much lower population. True. Yeah. 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 Well, well th- th- know, that's the thing, though. Like people. everyone's going to get like these second waves unless you can actually test. There's like no other way around it. If you just reopen, it's just going to start again. Like you need testing. Right. And this is this is what like governors, this is what county health officials, this is what businesses are saying. Yes, we all want to reopen. All of us, the citizenship wants everything to go something resembling normal. And in order in order for this to happen, they're all saying we need the test. And Donald Trump saying, yeah, you, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. I'm not going to do it. It's too hard, too complicated. Too hard, too complicated. He said that. He said it was too hard and too complicated. He also said he has uh, total authority over the governors. And he also says he takes no responsibility at all. This is why we need somebody who at least has an idea of what he's doing. I think even Sundowner Joe would be better than him. Sundowner Joe was my nickname for him, and (laughs) Donald Trump didn't even come up with that. So he's slipping. As far as I'm concerned, Mr. McGill with a better insult than what he's got. Creepy Joe. Oh, ooh. But anyhow, he's a white guy. Of course, he's creepy. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But my point is, is everybody is telling you exactly what they need to get you, 
Mr. President, what you want, and you're refusing to do it because, oh, your fucking numbers? Because that's all he cares about. We found out where his bread is buttered. It's all the numbers. In the ratings. My, my coronavirus the press conferences through the roof. Through the roof. Everybody has to tune in. Everybody <laughs> has to tune in. And then all you do is just lie to everybody. And then, you know, the people that are actually telling you the truth, you have to push them out of the way of the microphone so you can lie to people more. Well, we could be like Sweden and not do anything. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, they're, 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 they've been worse than us. Yeah. And the worst is part it, is, 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 is much, you know how I, I, I go on Reddit and then it annoys me? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, there's tons and tons of stuff criticizing Trump, and it's deserved, you know. But the thing about Reddit is they have a huge boner for the Scandinavian countries. But Everyone. whenever whenever a place like Sweden does nothing about the coronavirus and Donald Trump does some things, but not nothing, you hear you don't hear them talk about that. There's no criticism of, of Sweden, really. They just kind of leave that all out. What's Sweden not doing? They're just—they're like, not doing they're anything. Not, they're ignoring it. They're yeah. it's business as usual over there, and and they have a very high death rate. Okay, so in the UK, Boris Johnson, in his infinite wisdom, thought that they could develop herd immunity. Sweden kind of followed that line long after it's become clear there's not going to be herd immunity. Well, I mean, there is the UK. <laughs> even the UK cha- uh, backpedaled on that. Well, no, oh, there, that was, especially after Bojo contracted the virus. I was going to say almost <laughs> fucking died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there, there will be and, there will be herd immunity, but for there to be herd immunity, a whole bunch of people have to get it, and yeah, a whole bunch of those yeah. people who get it are going to die. So I, I would just like to very quickly point out that uh, when we talk about getting a hard on for Scandinavian countries, I'm going to share my screen very briefly with you guys here and let you see why I personally kind of get a hard on for Scandinavian government. And oh my God! That's oh, is it the picture? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the hot I'm just show. saying. The yeah, the Finnish prime minister is fucking hot. Oh, Santa Marin. Well, yeah, oh, Santa Marin. There's, a, there's a picture of it was like the prime minister, and then like a bunch of other government officials. Oh, and there's all these hot chicks. All super attractive, like women. Yeah, I think I saw I that picture. That. I'm a fan of Mikey, that. Mikey, how long were you waiting to shoehorn that in? Uh, not really that long. It just I heard her Jeff make a comment about getting a hard on for Scandinavian countries. Well, uh, oh, I have a hard on for Scandinavia. <laughs> I mean, there's it's been a long isolation and quarantine. You run out of things to you know enjoy your masturbatorium to. Right. So you start looking up Scandinavian politicians, and it, it goes from there. Well, see, that's the that's oh. the that's where you get the literal hard on for Scandinavia. Reddit has the figurative hard on. The best okay. compliment I've ever received was uh this girl i think she was from like england like we were hanging out like we weren't really hanging out we were like with a, a group of people she got a hard on for you no she was like oh where are you from i'm like i'm from the united states she's like oh i thought you were scandinavian Ooh, just, that is a <laughs> high compliment yeah, literally yeah, everyone from better. scandinavia literally everyone from scandinavia is attractive i'm convinced that that's just a fact that's common knowledge everyone knows that yeah. Which is why she thought I was Scandinavian. <laughs> <laughs> you Viking oh, bastard. Wow. Yeah. Trying to make me think I must have some Scandinavian heritage. <laughs> the Elizabeth Warren Scandinavian heritage, your 164th. 
<laughs> actually do have some Scandinavian heritage, but sadly, not the good part. Mm. It doesn't What's show. Good part? <laughs> I was going to say, I'd like, I'd like some elaboration like, on that, Lawrence. Uh, like 9%, you know what I mean? I have enough to have blue eyes. That's that's all I got. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Not where it's it counts, if you know what I mean. Male pattern baldness. I didn't get that either. <laughs> I know. John said <laughs> resistance. Man of hair. Well, some of us don't have any. That is true. So I guess each of our states are kind of doing things a bit differently. Like we had our um, prime minister say what we were going to be doing, and then each of the, the states have different ways of enforcing it. So like. We're not supposed to have gatherings of more than two people if you're outside, like your family, the people you live with. Um, but then different states impose different fines on that. Like some people are only getting fined um, 1,600 bucks, whereas other people's like 10,000 bucks. Like it's very different to how each state wants to do it. Um, the schools are run by each state. So they're staggering when they're coming back. So some states, haven't let people like they're basically closing the schools except if you really have to send your kids but probably don't like they have really mixed messages about schooling what about um, masks and things masks no they're not encouraging people to wear masks um like the testing that we've been doing it was originally just for people who'd come back from overseas or had been with a known case um but now they've expanded that a bit more i guess it's pretty good, but yeah, I think we're kind of on top of it, but I guess still ways to go. Are your bars and restaurants open? No, they're not. They can do takeaway okay. stuff, but obviously not takeaway bars. Yeah. But so you can't get a big rods. <laughs> I was just trying to remember the name of that place. It was big, it was like Big, big Roddy's Ribbon Rip Shack in Brisbane. I wonder, if they, I wonder if they deliver on Uber Eats. Get the Royal Sampler. <laughs> Tell them your dad's name. Rodney. Rod. Yeah. Rod. Rod. Rod Rodney. Anyways. Um, Anyways, back to thought. current events. Yeah. Back to current events. So is anyone else as appalled as I am about the desire to open businesses and then not wanting to do anything that would help that goal happen? Every damn day. Testing will be good. I'm a bit more of a novice though. So like, I don't know. It, it, for me, like, this sounds horrible, but I, I'm also like, yeah, no, I don't want to say it. It sounds too horrible. Say it. Just say Go it. Ahead. You're going to die no matter what. And I think most of the panic caused by this is people who live in suburbia have been sheltered from death for so long that they're really freaking out. But the truth of the matter is, like, you could die at any time. And there's too many people who are just, like, too, like, freaked out by that but of course like we should actually stop you know we should try to do things to stop people from dying right i i understand that and and i hear that from like co-workers in my who are in their 50s who are whose parents are still alive their attitude is is this like it doesn't affect me and my mom and dad are staying home and i go yes but and they also they also have the attitude where like all the measures that we're taking were too much and I say, okay, but what if it was your mom and dad who died as a result of somebody else being irresponsible? And they seem to have the attitude where their their parents are so damn responsible that that would never happen. Well, no, that, that, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is actually, I, I, I'm seeing this a lot, actually, and I'm glad you brought that up, Tim, because being the voice of rural reason here on the show at uh, the Unpaid Programming Podcast. Oh, uh, thanks, Mike. You appointed <laughs> yourself that. The rural reason voice, yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, speaking from my, my, so my folks live out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and I, I've been arguing very frequently with them about this where there's two lines of thought that have come into it that really annoy me. One is, as you said, John, my parents are, they're being responsible. They tend to be very responsible folk in that, in that regard. And they're wearing masks and they're not going out, they're social distancing, all that. But my family continues to go visit them. And I have to keep trying to drive home this fact that everyone that they've interacted with, my parents are then interacting with. And they can't really make that connection. It's like and, the 1980s AIDS argument almost. It is almost, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> kind of the same. Uh, in, in place of having sex, you replace that with hanging out. Right. And I keep trying. I actually use the almost an identical analogy. I'm like literally everyone that my you know my brother has been with, <laughs> you now have been with when he comes to the house and coughs and sneezes and all that shit. Yeah, and definitely. He, all right, he, so I, I have to pause for a bit. So uh, my little hound dog needs to go out. So talk amongst yourselves. Edit this portion out. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I will. I will continue on that note actually, because going back I to will what, join you guys later. All right. Damn it. Go. All right. Jesus. <laughs> uh, going back to what uh, to what Tim said, kind of about you know that that attitude and the opposite extreme that I've noticed in rural America, at least in my my family, is the whole. Well, if it's my time, then it's my time oh, and God. I shouldn't worry about it. And so I, it, my, my argument, my counter argument to this is in, in these exact words was, you know, because it's basically it comes down to faith and religion. It and, doesn't and, have to be your time. Well, and that's, that's what I said, you know, like, oh, if God wants me, it's going to happen. And my counter argument is, do you think God wants you to go play in the middle of the street? <laughs> like, is that something God wants you to do? Because that's basically what you're fucking doing. Well, there's, and, there's that, and then I see these stories. It's like 95-year-old man recovers from coronavirus, and I'm like, well, he's going to die next week. Yeah, He's 95. Really <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he spread it to fewer people. That's it. <laughs> yeah. oh. they all go to the funeral. Die, die and decrease the surplus population. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, unless, like, there's a massive amount of testing... It's going to be really hard to make this workable long term. Like, unless you can get tested very easily in this country, like, well, it's either that or the vaccine. Never will be. Yeah, it's that. The vac- yeah, the vaccine will. Will once there's a vaccine, if there's a vaccine, then it's going to be like you know, a a week. But who knows how how far away that is? Yeah, that's the problem. It They're... took it took two years for the flu to when we had the big flu pandemic to go away well that's because it wasn't it wasn't at this level anywhere it wasn't anywhere near this level how are they going to get vaccines to everyone like you know like the mail or something <laughs> the <mail>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, particularly considering we're a nation that only like 20 percent of the people get the flu vaccine in the first place maybe they'll send out like uh recipes to make your own uh bathtub vaccine (laughs) make your your own coronavirus yeah it starts with a six-pack of corona they'll print it in the back of magazines and a shit ton of ibuprofen (laughs) mix in some robitussin and a a fifth of gin (laughs) 
Hey, I'm and not the good, not the good stuff either. <laughs> the bathtub gin. I'm, I'm convinced the fifth of gin will, will cure just about any disease that you have. It'll kill just about any virus or bacteria living in your body, good or bad. Well, there you go. Mike has the cure. Just have to dilute it one part per million. <laughs> one part. <laughs> Patent that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that little peckerhead that's in prison for uh, upcharging insulin? What's that guy's name? Martin Shkreli. Yeah, Shkreli. Oh, I'm sure. He's a terrible. They've creature. actually. Have you heard about this? They've actually taken this guy and tried to get him to work on a fucking vaccine for this. Right. Well, if he it, knows how to make one, what's the problem? <laughs> as if being a master exploiter somehow makes you also really well, good at well, science. Just, he might be. He's he's <laughs> he not could. stupid. Yeah. That's he's a, true. He's You're a true. smart guy. The negative idea of this is that we know for a fact, based on his track record, that he won't be like Jonas Salk who gave away the polio vaccine, he will charge well, an obscene amount of money for it. That's that's really what well, the people he, except are he probably, concerned about. He probably can't charge an obscene amount of money for it because he's kind of, you know, in jail. Well, that's true. We're stealing jeans from a mall in western, uh, or in eastern Pennsylvania. Stop it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about the I jeans. Can't that, I can't let that you go, You'll never let that die. <laughs> it's a conspiracy, man. Uh the feds oh, don't want God. you to know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this, this has been insane. Uh, I mean, you know, what, what it, will, it will take a vaccine in order to get everything back together again. I think I don't think it's it's it, it could take two years. I mean, that's what they were saying. We couldn't when it comes to like sports for sporting events, we could have crowdless sports until twenty twenty two. So yeah, that's, that's fucked up, it's, and it's it's not going to take that long to get a vaccine. Well, said, well that's the that's the uh, the the negative projection. Well, yeah, that is the negative projection. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's also uh, going going back to Reddit. I hate to do that, but that's what I keep hearing, or people keep saying. They keep saying that there's uh, like two hundred thousand deaths on Donald Trump's hands when so far there's been like three thousand. But they keep using the CDC's high estimate as this is how many, like, as, as though this is how many people have already died. Yeah, but that, that's probably the biggest travesty of all of this is just the the complete and utter lack of actually knowing. Like it, it, we don't have the testing, we don't have the resources, we which we should, being the quote unquote most developed nation in the world, and yeah, nobody's going to have any fucking clue. Like <laughs> the ranges that you're seeing are so vast that there, there's no way you should have that level of variability, especially for healthcare workers. Because if you're asymptomatic, like you're spreading yep. to like a lot of fucking people, and like they're not really even testing like healthcare workers who appear to be fine, but they're going based on fever and stuff. But like everyone already knows, like you could have like very mild fever or almost no cough. Yeah, so or like, you could have a fever hey, for some other reason, you know. Yeah. yeah. You could be asymptomatic and still transfer it just by going, <clears throat> Lawrence just infected all of our listeners. Yeah, clearly. Oh, shit. Damn it, Ham. That's <laughs> our last ball. Now we can't play no more. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the new trend for if you want to fuck with someone's day is to cough on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you catch it and then you know you have it and you recover from it, then shouldn't you be able to just go out and do what you want? 
Maybe, but like they're sometimes like they're retesting people and some people who are infected are getting infected again. So it might be a problem with the test or it could be like it's mutating so fast. No, I don't think that's the, I, I heard that a lot of like what, what you're talking about, Tim, mm-hmm. a lot of that was false positives from before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think from from what I've read is that the mutations are not happening, which is a good sign. So it's not like the flu where you have to guess which strain is going to happen every year. Um, you know, it's just uh, if you recover, I think you should get a wristband. You carry around your wristband and go, I can go wherever I want. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be the best party ever. <laughs> Survivor party. Club. <laughs> we all had COVID locked inside. Yeah, and we could all go bowling. <laughs> oh, I miss bowling. <laughs> I miss all of the things. I miss Winnie Hut Juniors for fuck's sake. I know what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I miss having what? human interaction with more people than just my wife. Love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you just pretend she was in the room. She's not in the room. No, she was actually just a second ago. But tell her to get out of there. This is a private podcast. This is a private. <laughs> no girls allowed. Wait. We're not back. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> sitting right. Sorry. <laughs> Snuck in there. Sorry. What are you, Canadian? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You were invited, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I did spring it on her. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling my wife she's also allowed in, in the room, but she's, uh, she's far too respectful. She might actually be a little bit Canadian. <laughs> Right. However, uh, we told Laura that she could bug out whenever she wants to, and she's just Laura, you're still here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you find us entertaining. You could go and find some of those giant spiders. Yeah. Can oh I, God. Can I just say this has been a topic of conversation? I think on the show is that Australia as a whole scares the shit out of me. Like, yeah, you guys have stuff that is just terrifying. <laughs> all the most poisonous shit that can fucking kill you with a bite. It's all in Australia. The Taipan. Jeff didn't the, believe. Uh, the, the funnel up spider. Yeah, like 80% of the country is just, is just, it's just polluted with things that could just kill you by looking at you. <laughs> well, Australians are a hardy, are a hardy breed. They're a hardy bunch. They had to be. They're all four. You realize that like everything that can kill you is in Australia, right? Well, not everything, but okay. Everything that can kill us, but not you. <laughs> Tell them about the Huntsman spider because I think I told Jeff this one time, and he did not believe me. Did not believe what? Of these motherfucking things. I've heard about the so Huntsman like, spider. Was it? I, I thought it was you that I told about this, and you did not believe me. But I could be wrong. Let tell the damn story. Well, I'm not sure what story you've told him, but um, it wasn't a story. Sorry. I just told him about the Huntsman spider. Oh, okay. So like. Yeah, these huntsman spiders, they are, they range in size, but they're probably at least the size of a finger in diameter. Um, when I was renting my first place one morning, I just came into the kitchen and this huntsman spider was sitting at the on the ceiling above the kitchen. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. My worry sandwich. was that it was going <laughs> to... <laughs> my worry was that it was going to, like, drop. So, like, it's fine, it can stay on the ceiling, whatever, as long as it doesn't drop onto me. So I'm, like, trying to make my breakfast, trying to make my breakfast, like, not standing directly under the spider. And then I gave it a name because I do this thing where if there's something living in my house, I 
figure it, it's only polite to address it by its name. So it's its name was family. Sue. <laughs> Sue, the huntsman spider. <laughs> yeah. And so I left it there because I wasn't going to collect it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, what'd you name it? Sue. Sue. How'd you know it was a Sue. girl? It just was. Maybe <laughs> it was a boy spider named Sue. She checked for a cock. Where'd Mike go? Just disappeared. I guess he did. Well. Okay, this is the disappearance. Show. Anyway, Lawrence, you did not tell me about the huntsman spider. Okay, I, it wasn't I, you I then, knew about right. that from other stuff. Okay. I found no, that. Wasn't I, you I learned about that on my own. Spider. What? What, Tim? Brown recluse spider. Is that a huntsman? No, that's. No. They're small. Okay. And no, huntsman spiders. They're not poisonous. They're in Australia, about the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, they're huge, but they're and, not poisonous. <laughs> and they're uh, not poisonous. Yeah, they just bite. A lot Whereas of brown times, recluses, you'll never see them because they're recluses. Yeah, they hide. But the huntsmen, people find them on like on their cars and stuff. Or like oh, you go okay. out to the barn and get a pile of horse blankets and you, you turn one over and, and then you know, very rare. I mean, they exist around here yeah. where we live, but they're so reclusive that. No one sees them. It's like that movie with uh, Jeff Daniels. Dumb uh, and Dumber? D- yes, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Gettysburg. <laughs> Arachnophobia. What? No, uh, not that one. Is that a movie? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Whatever happened to that dude? Who, Jeff Daniels? No, 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 no. It was... Uh, it was... Uh, Monica's from Friends. What? Her brother. David Arquette? Yeah. Maybe what happened to him. David Arquette, he's wrestling now. Really? Wait, David yes. Arquette? Seriously? Wait, what do you mean David he's Arquette wrestling? Is, yeah, he's wrestling on the indies. What? Oh my God, I thought that wasn't going to go anywhere, but it definitely did. <laughs> so he's a wrestler. Wait, da- no, 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 no. Not David Arquette. David Schwimmer. David- no, Arquette. Monica's brother in real life. In real life. Oh, in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. yeah. Patricia yeah. Arquette. Her husband in real life. Arachnophobia or whatever. David Arquette was her husband in real life. Was he? Her brother. Weren't they both, though? No. Yeah, it's not her brother. They it's were her husband. Sure. It was her husband in real life. David. To the Google. <laughs> he's, he's, he's searching for David Arquette. Yeah, I am. Oh, I know. Patricia Arquette was her brother, or his brother, or his, Jesus Christ. His sister. His sister. And what the hell was, uh, Courtney Cox was, was, uh, Courtney Cox Arquette. She was was married to David Arquette. Yeah, because she was Courtney Cox Arquette. I love you. You're You're so so hot hot on that show. On that show. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking the same. That's actually what I thought of. To remember yeah, that a, who, what the name of the Courtney Cox chick was, from Friends yeah. was, because I never really watched Friends. The brunette chick from Friends. I had to think of <laughs> South Park. <laughs> uh, Randy is a great man. That was actually uh, Gerald Bravlosky. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. That was Gerald Bravlosky. Oh, I'm Speaking right. Speaking of the Jews. The G- oh, my God, he is a wrestler. Oh, yeah, what the hell? How did that happen? <laughs> Drop oh. kicking. In, in, in 2019, according to this picture. Wow. Yeah, I'm on Wikipedia seeing the same thing. Too. Does he still well, have that? WCW made him world champion as a publicity stunt because he was in their movie, Ready to Rumble, that came out 20 years ago. Um, Does he still have that weird mustache? So well with that audience. Does he still have the uh, weird mustache? No, not so much. There was a time where he just had like a, a little like 
thin yeah, mustache. Not, I remember. Not thin like uh, vertically, but just thin. Hard to describe. Insubstantial. Yeah, he uh, he's wrestling on the indies now. Right. Oh, uh, man. See, not, I was I was gonna bring yet. up the fact uh, that oh, you got something, Mike. Yeah, speaking of of dead horses, and I think I heard something about India and wrestling. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates, our local sports team here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago, baseball had yes had <laughs> had, had employed a publicity stunt where they tried to sign two young Indian from the country of India, mm-hmm. uh, fellas. Riku's wait, wait, wait. Being you don't mean like woo, 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 no, no, not Elizabeth Warren, not Jim Thorpe, <laughs> not Jim Thorpe. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. no, uh, Hi, like from how the are Hi, how hey, are you? from the country of India, but they oh, it was okay. a it was kind of a publicity stunt. Were uh, they, were the they pirate- swinging the bat like downward across the? The base, like a cricket bat. Cricket. Yes. Well, so here's the <laughs> thing. Laura, Laura laughed at that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's something that, yeah, that that an Aussie would get, I would think, actually. Yeah. Uh no, so they they weren't yeah, uh we have cricket humor on this program. Yeah. Indians For play high, cricket. High brow. No, they, they had never they had never heard of baseball. Actually, I'm, I'm a little surprised you guys haven't heard of this. They so the pirates signed two fellas. Well, I've heard and of this. Yeah, yeah well, and there was I know where you're time. going. And the you know Disney had actually made a movie about a million dollar arm, and yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won a reality show about who could throw the fastest, and the right. pirates for some reason signed them, and then they couldn't actually like. As far they were as terrible pitchers concerned, right? Pitch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Rinku Singh, the one actually did reasonably okay. He made it to Double A, made it to Altoona, and it wasn't even so much the talent. He kind of he had a decent arm, but he just had so many injuries that he ended up kind of falling out. But he now wrestles for wwe is that what everybody does you, you just you kind of fail it like <laughs> like you start out doing one thing it doesn't work out so you just become a professional wrestler that's the wwe vince will hire you if you if, if you have any name value at all i think donald trump probably used that to springboard himself into the white house oh <laughs> that's what started it yeah when he hosted he, he wrestlemania 4 ta- in he, 1988 i'm gonna he make you president sure. of the goddamn united states Vince, Vince is now on his uh, economic advisory team, so uh, he's the one who's telling you about oh, up all the businesses. Yeah, oh, I know. Isn't Linda McMahon like the uh, like the advisor of small businesses or Not something? Not anymore. Like she that? was. That's yeah, she was something. But here's the thing: people were saying, uh, you know, how terrible it is that that Vince is advising this this awful person, and then there were contests about, well, who's worse, Vince or Trump? And it's like Vince is way worse than Trump. <laughs> I don't know. Vince I'd rather see Vince McMahon Vince in the White House. Vince has done things that, that, that Donald Trump would never even think to do. Like, oh, he's lying to run once uh, Trump's eight years are done. <laughs> hey, could you guys imagine uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon as president in the 1980s? Oh, God. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I appreciate. God damn, pal! Your impression was absent of profanity, Jeff. So that's because <laughs> Ronald yeah, Reagan didn't use in the eighties. Ronald Reagan didn't use profanity when he said that. Well, who are you doing, Vince McMahon or Ronald Reagan? I mean, come on, Jeff. I was doing Vince McMahon as Ronald Reagan as president of. The, so really, you, you were just, just setting up. Whoa. 
I was just saying a Ronald Reagan line as Vince McMahon. You fucking All right, idiot. Richard Nixon, Vince McMahon, go. Vince McMahon as Howard Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Tear down that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mike got it. We're going to go to Iowa and Washington <laughs> and Michigan. Yeah, I said we're gonna go down to the desk. Good goddamn Wisconsin. Laura, I'm sorry that we're bringing up these obscure American politics references from yeah. fucking 2004. You realize that she's been with Lauren for over 10 years, so she's used to 11. His... Eleven. I'm sorry. Eleven years. <laughs> wow. Turns out eleven is over ten. Lawrence, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not in Australia. They use the metric system. Is only tens. <laughs> Goes from ten, one hundred, one thousand. Ten, ten years and one. I just milli. brought that up because we had our anniversary four days ago. Yeah, one that's, milli year. That's that's ten point one years. <laughs> well, congratulations, Lawrence. That's a decade. Yep. <laughs> decade. Uh. It's a milli year. One a milli one year, year. And, a, and a milli year, yeah. 1.1 decade years. Decade years. Oh, that's, that makes me happy. That's right. She's but an engineer. She's, <laughs> she's heard and all of Lawrence's Americanisms by this point. That's true. Howard, Howard Dean's like an awkward spot for Lawrence, though, because I feel like he's a little bit too I mainstream. Was, I was a Dean supporter. I was, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would say in in honor of uh, in honor of Tim's return, actually, I, I should say this that I, I had a vegan dinner. Nice. What are you? Tim, what, a pr- what are you a queer or something? Well, yeah, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> now we and, and, and we we've adopted a pseudo vegetarian lifestyle, partially Why? because because in, here in Allegheny County we can't Why? eat any, any fucking meat. <laughs> 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 the grocery stores. Mikey, I had no problem finding pork necks today. Pork necks. Mike, Mike has to get his. Drive up 51, <laughs> come to Ross Traver, you'll be just fine. Yeah, but I don't want pork neck. That's like. That's you can like still find shit the alligator in a can. Alligator oh, in a oh, can. Oh, oh, no. They, they had prime cuts of pork and prime cuts of beef, but I'm making a Sunday gravy tomorrow, so I need like those. Uh, you need the shit. I need <laughs> the shit, you know, the, with, with all the collagen. Yeah. Where, whenever you uh, boil it for the four hours and, and the sauce, Mike's gonna have to. Mike's gonna have to start getting all his protein by uh, pulling off the turnpike at one of the uh, rest stops, and then there's a, a a couple of the stalls there where there's <laughs> there's there's holes. <laughs> if you cl- if you close your eyes, you know it's it's. <laughs> I, f- I figured this was not- a semen joke, but I didn't know where you are going with that. Might as well be looking at a lollipop there. <laughs> no, I still like a good steak now and then. It just uh, The problem is I'm getting fat. And so? I'm, so- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to identify hey, where... Hey, fatty. That's true, yeah. I, I, where fat. I get my calories from... Basically, I have two sources that I get my calories from. One is beer? meat. And the other and one, one is you're beer. holding right now. And so I had to make the choice of whether or not I enjoy a good steak or a good uh, a good Iron City. And how about a good load? I, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> Got to get your protein somewhere. God. <laughs> Don't know why you even need to bring that up, Jeff. Jesus, Mikey. I will say one county over, just a, a short drive up fifty one. We we have all the meats, so just come on up. 
have to come. Yeah, I'll, have to come. I'll show you around. Oh, spread oh, my yeah. alleg my Allegheny County viruses around with you. Tim Tim said something and nobody heard it. Tim. Oh, I said you guys eating meat caused all this BS. Oh, you and your meat shaming. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you know what, Tim? That was that was that was your your family, and they're you know the people that your family seemed to uh, gravitate toward. <laughs> people your That's right, because because Tim's entire family, they have this weird Asian fetish. It's not a weird it's fetish. It's, it's just, <laughs> just a fetish. Just a regular fetish. Don't kink shame, Jack. Now, now uh, to and be don't fair, don't kink shame, man. To be it's fair, no, the, none of them are that the Williamses have the yellow fever. Yeah, but to be <laughs> fair, <laughs> you got yellow fever, boy. <laughs> to be fair, none of them are Chinese. Yeah, Thai is. Well, my wife is. Oh, she is. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's responsible. <laughs> we should deport her immediately. Thai is only. Uh, I mean, you. I. I. I wouldn't. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Tim doesn't like his stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, French Indochina. I mean that it's ba it's it's half French, it's half Indian, and half Chinese. So like it's a little bit of everything. Thailand doesn't really count as as Asian. Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah, Thailand's like really diverse as far as Asian goes. Thailand doesn't count as Asian. It I does kind of as Asian, but like I would accept like a lot of people who migrated there from China for like hundreds and hundreds of years, and then there's also people who migrated from India over like thousands of years, which so are both very... countries in Asia. So mm -hmm. That's why they have a good curry. Yeah. Now I would accept like Pakistan isn't really Asian or anywhere in the yeah, Middle there's East. Brown. It's subcontinental. Well, they're definitely Asian, but they're definitely. Brown. All Asian countries are very unique, though. So whatever. And some of them are brown. Why do you keep saying brown? I don't know. That was funny. Thailand kind of is like, but there's like a wide array of skin colors in Thailand. Like you can be like really dark or really really pale. Do you have that here? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I think most countries in the world have. Different colors of people. In yeah, fact, they're called con in convenience fact, store one, workers. One morning, back <laughs> Jesus, before this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear, I'm not a racist. That's the funny thing. So they they even have <laughs> it's, them it's like in my on this show in my own town. <laughs> in my own town, there are there are like you know actual Chinese people. I was uh, I was going to play golf one morning, and there was this Chinese lady, and she was pushing some kind of cart. Not like a store cart, but one that you would have for yourself to put your shit on, so you could, you know, you know, when you go to the store and you gotta go walk to home. The high rise. Whatever, wherever. There's no high rises where I live, John. You know that, you idiot. <laughs> but it's, she was. She goes up. Cut? She comes up to the intersection where I pull up, and I and I wave her to to go on. You know, to, to walk across. And then as soon as she gets to the other side, she just blows this big snot rocket on the sidewalk. Oh God. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah she's probably Chinese. That doesn't bother that's, me. That's that's how I knew she was Chinese. It's kind of odd. They do like the snot snot rockets, the Chinese. <laughs> All right, I think we're limping back to the barn here. I don't know if limping is the term I would use. Actually, I, I find this I find yeah. this in, in, discussion engaging. John, why are you? Here's so, my problem with the blacks. <laughs> we were just talking about Chinese. Hey, we can. You know what? I think now we can we can uh, say bad things about Chinese people. <laughs> 
it's, yeah, because we got, haven't done that before on this show. It's it's basically government sanctioned at this point. Exactly. <laughs> Trump said it was cool. Yeah, yeah, he's not to be trusted. <laughs> he might pardon us if we uh, if we get arrested for it. I would consider it. You know what? They were they were just telling it like it is, like I do every day. That's why people love me so much. Well, we Lawrence, are. Check us out. <laughs> Lawrence, and put us put us out of our misery. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know, John. If you want the, the show to end so bad, you could just turn your computer. Oh wait, if you turn your computer off, we all end. Yeah. Okay. Shit. I can mute myself, <laughs> and then you guys can, can keep going with the show. <laughs> all right. Now we can actually start the show. Oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> Good first run. Good first take. Well, John, John, I'm looking at John through the camera. And he seems like uh, kind of pissed off. My uh, my dad would always say that it's better to be pissed off than to be pissed on. Well, he's mad because we didn't end when he wanted oh. to. <laughs> <laughs> All he had to do was walk away from his stupid computer. I wonder how long you'll stay like that. Hey guys, let's all compliment his flannel shirt. If we all compliment, <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice shirt. That's the best. Uh, oh, he, he turned off his camera. Off his camera. Away. Oh, wonder what <laughs> he was. A nice flannel shirt, honestly. Oh, uh, he's back. Oh, oh, he was just joking. Very nice flannel. Could, oh, you know what? Sometimes flannel. John gets a little bit drunk and then he gets mad. And I thought this was one of those times <laughs> when, when, John, <laughs> when John gets tired and emotional. <laughs> We've all uh, been Menstruation will do that to you. <laughs> the baby uh, really goes with the flannel shirt, too. I was just wondering how long we're going to keep pittering, actually. I, I just want to say that I am a, I, I'm pretty sure that I can declare that I'm an authority on flannel, being a, uh, a shop teacher of America. And I rate that flannel. Sure. I, I rate that flannel a, uh, a nine out of ten. It's a good flannel. Oh, thank you, Mike. I've spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>